are live from the Nubian Human in the Anacostia Art Center in historic Anacostia, Southeast Washington, D.C. And this is the Neighbors Livecast. No, no, get that. Before we do anything, I know, right? We gotta yeah. welcome back our yeah. <laughs> thanks and Hi, reverence. To the most high for the triumphant return of our feminine energy. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, Fruit Fit is in the building. Patrice, it's so great yeah. to have you back. I'm so happy to Man. be back. Come on, people. I don't, I don't know. I'm not how you do. Uh, just real quick, you good? You on? Let's see. Bye, there you go. Take it on now. I'm a levels, Dave. I don't like them. Uh -oh. I don't like my levels. I'm peeking? Check, check, one, two. There you go. Keep it smooth. Okay. Keep it smooth. I gotta keep it smooth. Can't get too excited. But yeah, man, like I said, giving thanks and reverence. Reverence. For the time for return of Deep our reverence. resident feminine energy. Hey. This in, in the season of so much change and, and drama and sorrow <laughs> to, you know, have you, you know, go through your your, your situations and be, and be back sitting with us is definitely a blessing. Um, just in the in the in the spirit of you know giving people their flowers, just um, you know your your presence, your wisdom, no, your divine femininity has been amazing for us and to us, and we appreciate you so much, and it's so good to have you back. I appreciate Welcome home. you guys. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Happy to be here. And, 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 and we're so grateful. Hi, how you doing? It's been a while. Yeah, I'm good. I you know, close. I was looking into the light, but I didn't quite walk into right, it. Right, right, yeah. So, uh, um, you know, I'm doing much better. Um, I'm still feeling my way. Okay, um, okay. I'm, I'm sitting here. I know you're going to give her an intro, but I'm excited yeah, yeah. to be next to this energy right me here. Too. This yeah, young me lady, too. And I see the pink Definitely. sugar. I see the crystals. I'm excited. So yeah. thank you for that warm welcome, guys. Both y'all are dope. Definitely. Yeah. This is going to be a dope yeah. interview. It's going to be good. I think it's going to be. Now watch, because we hyped it to be terrible. I'm just, yeah, I'm just right. like, but nah, that's not possible. That's not possible, bro. I was just kidding, of course. But I. I noticed the proof that you have considerably more hair than you had the last time. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know what's crazy? I was, because, um, you know, I was in the hospital so long, I couldn't comb my hair. Like, and I couldn't use my arms for like 14 days. So right, right. my hair grew so much because I literally did absolutely nothing to it. And even when I got out of the hospital, I couldn't do anything to it. But I do use, can I put them on blast? My, sure. um, my um, it's an all black product is black owned it's mm -hmm. called the love box um okay. d-a-l-u-v-b-o-x on mm -hmm. instagram i use their hair food and their super grow product. my mind went straight to the gutter so because well <laughs> not gutter the love, the love box oh, okay, okay, so okay. no because <laughs> i was like what how could that be oh i get it so, because <laughs> I part of it, no because part of it is they do make um you know some sensual products uh -huh, okay. products for the noni and products He's like i knew it <laughs> so it is but they also make hair products they make um a natural all naturals um mosquito repellent uh one of one of the ladies is a chemist Okay. Um, so their products are amazing. So the love box is why my hair looks like this. Nice, nice. Mm -hmm. Rocking your crown this morning. Yes. We appreciate you. My antennas are up. Right. All right. So, <laughs> so like Jay said, we have a, a, a really great show for you today. Our guest today is a true Renaissance woman. 
sitting at the helm of multiple brands that produce products and services centered around impactful artistic expression and divine self-care. We're going to talk about divine self-care too. I like that. Uh, she's also been able to achieve sustainable success in her weight loss journey by breaking an addiction to processed foods and eliminating SOFAS, F, I'm sorry, S-O-F-A-S, which is the acronym for salt, oil, fat, alcohol, and sugar from her dad. Uh, her long list of titles include, but aren't limited to, an author, blogger, poet, recording artist, and virtual travel concierge. I like that one too, we're going to get into that. Please welcome the incomparable Yvonne. Did I say right, Yvonne? I was scared because I was like, I wonder if it's like, you know, it's the other pronunciation. I was like, I'm going to say it. He's going to be like, excuse me, it's actually Ovid. It's just spelled it out. But no, it's so great to have you here. You know, since I met you, your energy has always been infectious and I've always felt that vibe from you. So I'm excited to talk to you today about your journeys, about all the amazing things that you're doing. But first, there are a few things going on in the city, in the country, in the world that we need to talk about. What's going on, Dave? Mm-hmm. Oh, the, uh, oh, you, you want to do it now? Yeah, throw it out there? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fine. So Yvonne has written, uh, one of her uh, many talents is, is uh, a recording artist and uh, a musical influencer. I don't know why that just came to me to say that, but uh, it feels like right. It feels I like right. That. Um, and she was working on a, a somewhat of an intro piece for our show. Oh, and, uh, neighbors. So, yeah, I would, so I would, if you don't mind performing it live, I didn't break the recording. To play, okay. But, uh, yeah. All right. You're watching and listening to neighborish life hoping you're grooving too and you're feeling this vibe make sure that you tune in and come along for this ride on neighborish life on neighborish life you're watching and listening to neighborish life hoping you're grooving too and you're feeling this vibe make sure that you Tune in and come along for this ride on neighborish life, on neighborish life. That's dope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we going uh, so uh, Jay and I for a long time been talking about putting some bars to um, to the track that I had originally had for the intro. So what I'm thinking now is that we redo something to incorporate that and think? add the bars like to it. it. And I, I, think, I, think up, I couldn't come up with no bars anyway, so it's, it's yeah, perfect. Well, not in the moment, but I mean, once you get a track to it and everything, you can sit and live with it. We're going to put something dope together. And if you don't do nothing, I'm going to do it. So, man, how do you feel about that? But yeah, anyway, it tries to be too happy for me, Dave. All right, well, I mean, but I, I, I feel like that doesn't warrant, like, a gangster killer. But she says go-go, so I mean, that's yeah, right I in your, that's in your wheelhouse. You yeah, know? It, yeah, it is. So, yeah. Right. You'll be able to work. Your tracks be all happy. So I just can't have too much cowbell. I'm all about cowbell. Oh, okay. So, yeah. All right. So we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, though. But, uh, but yeah, thank you so much for that. That was amazing. I told you when I heard it. You know, it's uh, it's awesome that you even, you know, that that support from your spirit. I appreciate it so much. You're welcome. And, uh, yeah, we might have the same song. So, uh, but yeah, it's a few things going on, like I said, um, that we're going to talk about. 
uh, after uh, James Tree stopped. They haven't seen each other in a while, so they haven't been on there. <laughs> Little antsy. Yeah, I thought he was jawing on my shit. No, I just said what they were. Six and shit. I said what it was. That is not. Oh, she hit me. Thank you. Thank you. You got your purse too, sis. Thank you. My goodness. I told you this about to be crazy in here, Dave. Yeah, yeah. I was like, damn, I was complimenting her shoes. She stole me. Ain't nothing about my shoes. She used that's the that's the DCP. That's the you know what OLPH coming out of. Oh right, round the way. Yeah. Somebody say something. That's what. You know what? You know what? That's when I had to step my shoe game up though in fifth grade. Uh, that's what you know. I guess that's the age where kids like start noticing that stuff. Yeah. Because I ain't really care about shoes. Nobody cared. We had the joints with the lights and stuff. Yeah, but it's like once I got to fifth grade, when we when we went to the upper hill. Yeah. I was like, I was like, people start drawing on my shoes. I was like, oh, I, I guess right. shoes, shoes are important. I didn't, I didn't think shoes were important until fifth grade. But see, I was safe kind of up here because that's when I played basketball, so I kept some red high top. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry for the uh, spinoff conversation, Dave. No, it's cool, yeah. yeah. You're talking about shoes <laughs> in the upper hill. Right? <laughs> like, where's the upper hill? The upper room. I, I was going to ask. Not the upper room. Oh. Well, our lady, our lady of perpetual help is a, is a Catholic school in D.C. And there were two locations, so kindergarten through fourth grade was at one building, then fifth through eighth grade was at another building yeah. at, at the top of the hill. So yeah. that's up here on lower hill. But they're like condominiums now, I think. Oh, really? No, they're not. The oh. Lower Hill is a school. Oh, it is? Yeah, my kids go there. Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. go there? Yeah, I saw they put that oh. thing up. And look, Giles and, and Z, they were both in my classroom. Oh, oh. that's so awesome. Back to back years, they were both in my class. That's dope. That's dope. It is. So, how's the uh, the the distance learning thing? I mean, the uh, yeah, the distance learning thing going? It's it's cool with me. And I know all of you have have young ones. Are you? Uh, well, my baby cakes. She's seventeen. Oh, okay. That's your, your <laughs> Okay. Yes, and uh, at the beginning of February, uh, she had decided that she wasn't going back to public anyway. Okay. So. Um, back homeschooled and unschooled forever of course uh she looked her uh college level classes up before the end of this past school year oh, and um you know she's been rocking them classes since july so oh, she wow. yeah. she's veterinarian school bound so awesome. she's dope. not you know even awesome. concerned with this stuff yeah, yeah, that, that's amazing. Just to have the wherewithal to be like, because I know some, I personally know some young people who made the decision that uh, they were on the right track too. It was like, man, I'm the education I'm getting. It doesn't feel like something yeah. that that's that's you know um, geared toward me or set up to for my success. I'm like, yes, you're right. He's like, so I'm gonna just quit school and I'm gonna be a rapper. He's like, oh wait a minute, not that that's bad. <laughs> But I mean, not that that's terrible, but you need some kind of like. Well, they gotta know the, uh, that it's called unschooling. Right, 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 right. Doing, right. Um, but this dude's in like the fourth grade, so it didn't really not. Well, it actually I does apply that. because um, my children were pulled out to be homeschooled and unschooled. Uh, my youngest at the end of first grade, so okay. it's actually all that she's known for since the end of first grade. And then three years ago, she decided to go back to public school um, to see what all of the blog was about. Cause right, she didn't right. really remember it from before. The funny thing is, though, now is that we are we have been forced to homeschool. 
Like, I don't think people are realizing, like, you know, we talked about this, I think, well, I haven't been here a while, but the last time I was here, it's been many moons, but we talked about how we're being pulled back into all that is natural from the beginning. So Mm -hmm. we are homeschooling. We're homeschooling. Well, I say, because I am a homeschooler and have Mm -hmm. been for years, that actually what's happening is we're schooling from home. Yeah, and, of course. You know what I mean? Trying to draw the, the distinction exactly. in that curriculum. But you have the opportunity to homeschool. It, and it's, mm-hmm. and it's so embraced now. I know mm-hmm. when I called the um, home instruction office mm-hmm. for the county that we lived in, I was amazed recently once. Um, mm-hmm. I did withdraw my 17-year-old from public school, I was amazed to hear that they had the message just out loud and proud mm-hmm. on the voicemail, you are able to homeschool your child. I'm like, woo, what a mm. difference. What a difference, Um, you know, a few months make. Cause and what certainly district didn't is, used that? To is that? Be like that. That's in Virginia where okay. we are. Okay. But it certainly didn't used to be like that. Right, absolutely. And that's why yeah. I, I feel it's yeah. very important to make the distinction, distinction yeah. because there has been a lot of work done mm-hmm. by homeschoolers yes. mm-hmm. over the years, a lot of work, and it's still going on right now mm-hmm. for laws, mm-hmm. to keep laws in such a way that it's out of our business. Right, yeah. As parents who know what's in the best interest of mm-hmm. our children mm-hmm. um, and actually know that we can um, handle our children's education ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's very important. And so you brought up a great point. Mm -hmm. It's highlighting it Mm -hmm. right now. It's being Mm -hmm. highlighted Mm -hmm. that, hey, since you're at home, this is your opportunity. Here's an Mm -hmm. opportunity. Because I'm noticing online a lot of people are saying things like, Oh, um, how are y'all doing it? How do you do it? How do you do it? And then some people are saying, my children are liking this better. Yeah. Right? Like one is my son. My son will be 15, his birthday. And he loves it. Like, he misses his friends because he loves, you know, basketball and stuff. He he wants to see his friends. But he's he's able to, especially for our young men, mm-hmm. our black boys that are in class, our young man mm-hmm. he's not you know it's not a, a, a behavior thing where he's being called on for having his exactly. head on the desk exactly. and he doesn't have he's not it's not like the little teeny things that the teacher gets to call him out on not saying all teachers do but he doesn't have to worry about that so like for instance the other day he had a question and he's an honors government and they asked him about terrorism and he facetimed me he was like ma he said did you know that um, Muslim terrorists get uh, are only nine percent in the United States, but they get three hundred and forty-five percent more media coverage than non-Muslim terrorists. Yeah. About that, and well, he's yeah. fourteen. Like, and why he's able that? to peel yeah, back the layers because he now has the opportunity not to be in the building. Distraction, distraction. Absolutely. Yeah. So, sure. it, that, to your point, it's definitely an opportunity. And I wish uh, my girlfriend uh, that lives in Atlanta. She started a homeschool co-op she did yeah she did nice, in atlanta nice. I've heard um, of those. yeah yeah i wish more, more of us 
would use this as an opportunity to say, hey, you know, we can buy our children different books and have them, mm-hmm. you know, teach them, you know. Yeah. Or even go. go beyond that mm-hmm. and recognize that uh, we have an opportunity to be able to listen to our children. Absolutely. For yeah. a change since yeah. things are quieter mm-hmm. because they know way more than we think they do. Absolutely. And if we are giving them an opportunity to listen to their intuition, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. support them in trusting their intuition by trusting them right. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then um, they might show us that they know what their spirit is saying to them that they're most interested in Absolutely. and we actually now have opportunities to support that Absolutely. Yeah, it, it versus thinking like, that we need to be telling them right, right, what they need to be that. doing, what they need yeah. to be learning, mm-hmm. because society has told us that. That's right. what unschooling is all right. about. That's right. what right. we right. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's and, what I was going to say. That age is kind of, um, you know, the younger ages uh, kind of lend itself to um, more of that follow before you're um, kind of, I guess, um, indoctrinated by society to, be, to believe that that's not a thing like remember the remember the dreams you had when you were younger oh. and how but not even just the dreams you had how attainable it all felt as opposed to when you get to a certain age and you start to believe that it's just a dream you know? well, after the programming yeah, yeah. 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 unschooling and deprogramming yeah and that's the one of the things line. i wanted to talk about we touched on some last week and we touched on since it happened since the passing of of Chadwick Boseman, but just looking at um, uh, this dude's life and how influential he was and how pivotal he was to everything that's like happening right now. And just uh, realizing how close, you know, he was, he's just a dude and how, you know, it's just like uh, looking at the old videos of him and like um, knowing that he knew people that I know like close and good and stuff. And that connection is there to kind of be like, it doesn't matter, you know, where you come from. And you know, you hear people say that all the time. Well, this person showed me that it doesn't matter where you're from or what you can do, but to have like a, um, you know, a personification of that is is an awesome feeling just to see the heights that he made it to. And he's not like, it was nothing different, you know, it was no magical thing, but that's what I was saying. Like we kind of lose that and think, oh, that person has something that we just don't have, and it's not true, you know. And and that's part of that, you know, um, indoctrination is is weeding that out and taking that out of it. Even with the uh, the homeschooling thing, I was going to ask if it feels like to me, and I might be tripping them at y'all's opinion. It's sort of a concerted effort to uh, downplay the validity of home, or even. Um, uh, paint, a, paint a picture. Is. Well, well, paint a picture, especially now because more people are uh, having to be home with their kids. So society's kind of painting this picture of it being, oh, it's so tough. Oh, I can't. It's so hard. I just can't deal with it. My kids are bad. And That's this, what we've been told. Yeah, That's yeah. What we've been so, told. That's what we've been conditioned. As, as to opposed be. to cherishing the opportunity to spend this time with your child and actually instill what you have in you, and it's so you know. It, it, I can't. Can I say? Can I interject? Sure, please. So, you know, I'm on, I co-parent, yes, right? Yeah. So my son is, you know, sometimes he's with his dad and he sends me. So it's been such a tremendous opportunity to even use and FaceTime, even, you know, the, the depths of our conversations have been to a whole new level because he is able to be, like I said, out of the classroom, out of that, um, conditioned, a bell rings, you move. You, you ask him to the bathroom. 
he's being de he's being deconditioned. Is that the word? Mm -hmm. so, yeah. So, so unschooled. Yeah, unschooled, yeah. deprogrammed, yeah. and deconditioned. Like and now, to your point, his his mind's open. His mind is opening up. So, yeah. the internet, and we have to be very very careful, especially right now mm -hmm. with the algorithms that are going on. We are yeah. creating them, and so if we're putting up memes about our kids being our children being um you know unmanageable at this time and we don't know what we're doing with their work and we have to change that yeah, we can't keep yeah, talking exactly like that yeah. it's the same old same and this thing right people don't even you know uh, a lot of people i don't want to say like this sheep but they're more you know looking for something to latch on to and so the energy that's put out there is is powerful and they latch on to it and it's like yeah, it is hard to teach my kid, and it might not even be, you know, but and it's the same thing. Go ahead. That's what we're conditioned as right. a society. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're conditioned to think we need something outside of ourselves, mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. That's what we're conditioned to believe. Yep. We're conditioned to look wow. outside of ourselves, to idolize, to, um, you know, think that we need to be led, that we need to be told. Yep. Mm -hmm. And that's what all of that is. In, that, in, yeah, and that speaks like values to like the, uh, uh, the the lack of understanding of the difference between like supporting like if you have an actor or an artist that you enjoy their work, you can enjoy their work without idolizing, without making that person someone that you look to for you know anything really other than what they're providing, which is that thing. Because you know we started to look at, and then you you start to get mad at these entertainers who know nothing about. You know, say politics or something, they make a statement, and you're like, I can't believe he said that. Why can't you? He's 12 years old. It doesn't, you know, so it's like, it's, it's so much, you know, and we haven't even got to any of the topics. This is, yeah. Well, the type of conversations one last thing, one last thing, we have to stay. Oh, no, I was in Russia. Please stay oh, in there. So, in this, in this space that we're in right now, like, and, and I don't know if you guys know about retrograde and everything that's going on Absolutely. in the universe right mm -hmm. now. So, retrograde, yeah, <laughs> retrograde pretty much means backwards. And so, mm -hmm. we, we have an opportunity to create, like, create everything going forward. We have, to, we have an opportunity to create the, how we want our energy to shift, what we want it mm -hmm. to shift to, um, you know, how we want to raise our children, how we want to move in business, how we want to create businesses, how we have, want to illuminate our ideas. We have an opportunity right now, so it's very important for us to not to be pulled into negative energy because it's going to be mm -hmm. out there because now is the time when, you know, all of this that's, you know, I'm not going to go into what most people would call propaganda, but everything that is create, everything that's out there right now is pulling us into the, the dimension that, that it wants us to be in. Mm -hmm. And we have mm -hmm. to be very conscious to move out of that one-dimensional, shallow, um, just backwards thinking, and move forward and with a with a I mean a vengeance level of positivity, and literally recreate our lives and our lives for our families. That's true. So can I ask you? Because uh, last last week I kind of talked a little bit about. Um, well, let me ask you. Um, so uh, what you're talking about, kind of uh, getting away from that that pull because it's so prevalent. And yeah, last week we talked. Uh, I was I was talking about how um, beneficial or even um, feasible it is to try to you know to to, to stay uh, focused and fighting these these battles for um, you know say equality and things of that nature. Just because these things have been going on for so long and it hasn't seemed to change, 
And uh, the same thing, like you were saying about the, the energy that's drawing us toward uh, mediocrity or the norm, quote unquote. Um, with everything that's going on and people just trying to focus on, you know, how they're going to, you know, people losing their jobs because of the pandemic, people trying to, you know, get a handle on the whole distance learning thing. There's so much going on. Like how uh, it's, it's, it's a difficult, it, well, I don't know, is it difficult to stay focused and kind of keep yourself from getting drawn into all of the, 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 the barrage of, because there is a strong effort to get you to be you know, sheep to get you to lock into that, you know, that, uh, you know, what you were talking about, that dimension of, 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 of the norm, you know. So, uh, first of all, it, are there any ways that you guys recommend to kind of free yourself from that? And uh, because it's, I'm sure it's not as hard as we make it. Well, but, um, one way, turn your TV off, turn mm. your radio off whenever you can. Yeah. Turn your laptop off whenever you can. Turn your phone off whenever you can. When it's time to go to sleep, unplug your Wi-Fi yeah. from the wall. Yeah. You're going to yeah. notice your sleep is so much better yeah. Yeah. if you can. Even if you're surrounded by Wi-Fi from other um, places or whatever, if you cut your phone off when it's time to go to sleep and unplug the Wi-Fi, you will see a difference. My family certainly sees a valuable difference. And then beyond cutting things off whenever you can, getting out into nature as often as you can, earthing yourself, getting your feet in the earth, um, mm. drinking your water, you know, eating as healthy as you possibly can, tuning in. Figuring out ways to meditate with which, however that works for you. For me, it's music. It's so many different ways, but to me, it all boils down to um, trying to come away from distraction as much as you possibly can. Because, like you said, there are intentional, um, concerted efforts regularly working to distract us away from being able to hear ourselves mm -hmm. and our ancestors talking mm -hmm. to us and guiding us, you know? Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. talked uh, when I was working, uh, Jay, when I was working with your, uh, with your cousin, with uh, Renard, we were talking about um, that connection to that innate voice, that, that thing that's inside of you and how it's so much going on that we've lost it so much because he would just talk about feelings that he would have about things and how it would guide him to different stuff. And I'm like, bro, hold on to that, like cultivate it. Figure out, you know, just stay stay in that space because, you know, uh, that's it, it's power in that, and and we lose it to the point where we don't even feel like it exists. We don't believe people talk about it. We're like, oh, you're crazy, you know, or something, you know, and and it's everything is connected, and 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 from that comes the ability to be able to sense, to be able to feel, to be able to perceive, and you know, um, I think that part of the effort that we're talking about is to disconnect us from that because that you know guides us. Uh, away from things that are not in our best interest, and that stuff isn't, you know. Yeah. So, so get, and get into our families. Yeah, get yeah. into our families. That's what you were yeah. talking mm -hmm. about with your son. Like, get yeah. into our families. Come away from the distractions and get mm -hmm. into our families. Use this time that we have been given as slow down. Get more into our families. Yes. Like, we can really even. This is kind of way left. Um, oh, that's what you do. Oh, I know. That's what I do. I just go laugh all the time. <laughs> but we can literally change the trajectory of the methods behind communication. Yeah. Meaning, 
like I, I, I don't understand this and if you do this I'm not judging you well I might be judging you but that's okay <laughs> why do people little bit text of each other from inside the house uh, yeah. like I don't understand well, it's convenient that. I don't know no but that's what I'm saying like this is a time talk. if everybody away. yeah you yeah. start chipping yeah, away yeah, at yeah, it it's yeah, like yeah, you yeah. have no reason not to be at the table eating together you yeah, have no reason yeah, to be texting yeah. somebody from the bedroom if they're in the living room and you don't even have anywhere to be like all you got to do is go to the other we can change but i'm busy like, watching my show but see that's what i'm saying like we got to get out of that we've been programmed and and structured into this new way of doing things and people you know they might think that's old-fashioned but it we if What's we're going back to the natural way of doing things in every other aspect in our lives right now even back to you know you know people that are that are super conscious especially eating why can't you change the way that you communicate with your family to build a better um, line of communication within yeah. your household? Yeah, and like, it's important. It's, it's necessary, too. And I think that the necessity of it has been downplayed of the family, of that, the role that it plays in uh, everything from your health to your sanity to just, you know, having somebody to share and bounce ideas and thoughts and emotions off of and things of that nature. And we lose that to the point where you know, you got your family member, your brother or sister coming to you with issues, and you're like, I don't want to, you know, you know and it's, right. it's, we're supposed to be there for each other and, yes, and um, help and hold and share and things. That's actually uh, something that has been being revealed over the last few months, um, particularly in our household and in our family unit, mm -hmm. um, is that this is the year to cut out the misunderstandings. Mm -hmm. And the way that that is going to happen is by improving our communication, mm -hmm. opening mm -hmm. our minds up to actually mm -hmm. really hear each mm -hmm. other mm -hmm. instead of making assumptions, mm -hmm. instead of allowing our egos mm -hmm. to stand in the way right. of understanding, of hearing, right. and um, it's making a big difference. Yeah, yeah, that's so powerful. It's so, it's such a uh, you know, basic concepts, but that can change, you know, there's wars, there's, you know, family feuds that have gone on for years and decades and generations based on simple misunderstandings, you know, and, and the effort to clear that up is huge. And like just, just communicating as opposed to like you said, because that's the basis of uh, the hate that exists to a certain extent um, lives around the ignorance of the other person of the other side, so, you know. So, uh, I yeah, know I keep right. saying it's the last thing, but... No, I'm great, man. Um, you're here, quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no. I don't even need my conversation. <laughs> here's, here's the other thing, to, to your point. Um, you know, we talk about misunderstandings and communication, so go deeper into that, into your ancestral background. And right now is the time you should be talking and listening to the ancestors because a lot of the things, especially in black families, what we deal with, is the layers and layers of pain and hurt and trauma that nobody has ever dealt with. And so if you're in a household with two, three generations, somebody in that house knows something that they never talked about, like now's the time to peel back the layers so everybody can heal from their trauma, so everybody can communicate better, love better, and live better. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. All right, that's it. That's the show. <laughs> For now. For now. <laughs> Jay, Jay, you got something you want to say? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm soaking it all in. I'm soaking it all in. So I did want to, uh, I did want to talk a little bit about um, 
uh, for the specific questions for this uh, awesome pan panel of individuals we have here. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the NFL coming back into their season of, uh, you know, uh, coming back into playing. And, um, you know, the 2020 football season kicked off last week. And according to the NFL, uh, they're going into this season with a focus on safety, inclusion, and social justice. They modified protocols to include masks and social distancing on the sidelines. Uh, they also have all the refs wearing masks. And one of the most notable changes was uh, there aren't any fans at a lot of the games. Only a couple of the uh, teams are having fans, and it's only at like 20% capacity. But a lot of them, like the, um, the uh, Washington football team, you know, they played to an empty stadium uh, yesterday. And uh, another noticeable change um, before the game, along with uh, the traditional Star Spangled Banner, they played the uh, Lift Every Voice and Sing, which is commonly, commonly referred to as the uh, Black National Anthem. Um, they played it, uh, even had Alicia Keys to perform it Thursday night at the season opener, um, at the season opener game. And so they're making these changes. Uh, the Vikings did a, uh, a moment of silence, uh, just because, you know, they're a Minnesota team. So they did something for George Floyd. They had a huge mural, mural excuse me, up, and they did a moment of silence for him. And, and they're making these alterations. They're um, having more conversations with the players and the teams and trying to include the players more, which of course are predominantly African American, uh, into um, the conversation of, of social justice. And, and, and they're making it, trying to make these changes and, and, and different things to, to present a air of, of, of um, you know, of, of not being so tone deaf and kind of being understanding. And I was talking to Jay when I came in, I asked him if he watched any of the games. He was like, nope, <laughs> you know. And, uh, and so that was my question. Um, like an organization like the NFL, just because, um, to be fair, even though the organization is rooted in a history of not just racism, but just a, a, a lot of negative connotations. A lot of companies and industries and things that we follow and support to this day were, to be fair, but also, um, does the effort feel genuine and is it enough? Um, and I guess I don't know if you guys have ever like supported football or watched any of the uh, NFL games, but uh, so I guess to Jay, do you feel like it's enough to, 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 to gain your support back? Or not even your support, but just to watch the games or? Yeah. Mm. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. Of course. Well, I felt not. like that was. You know what I mean? I guess. Because, uh, you know, we had talked before and you were saying, yeah, I can't wait to get back. And I remember you saying that. Well, because well, I, I mean, because while specifically speaking on the Washington football team. Right, right. Just because of how horrible Dan Snyder is. Um, okay. You know, the name the name was a big thing for me. Cause you know, yeah, I, yeah, I grew yeah. up here. I, I was a fan of this football team, basically my whole childhood. So until uh, 2009, when I started uh, studying the uh, the native ancestry of my family, and uh, and going to the uh, and actually following the the Supreme Court case against uh, the Washington football team, and just how uh, arrogant Dan Snyder was about the name and his lack of concern or care, you know, for our history and our culture. And, uh, you know, but to be honest, like, oh, fuck the NFL. Like, to be honest, man, it's like, they just, we, we have enough resources 
and empower and wherewithal to start our own leagues. It's just like the sisters were saying earlier, man, we just don't understand, uh, like, like Yvonne was saying, we just think we need somebody to help us all the time. We program that way. So it's like, and the NFL don't bring nothing positive to our community. Like yeah. nothing, not one thing. There's not one thing they do that, you know, they might like build a, a court or a field or like some bullshit, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, it ain't doing nothing. Because if it was, I know the Washington football team been in existence since 1932. Mm. And you know, there are other teams that are older than that. And it's, it's been the same old shit year after year. You know, it's a slave trade. And it started off that way, and it's 2020, it's the same exact thing. But I know people are entertained, and uh, what's it called, bread and circus? Ooh. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like, collectively speaking, we fucking slaves and sheep. And so right, that right. shit makes us happy on the weekend, because we work all day, all week, and you know, we want to see niggas run fast and jump high. And it, it's, it excites us. It, it, it triggers something in our emotional... Mm you know, yeah, makeup yeah. and you know, and you know, there's, it's, it's, it's war simulations. So people like to see victory and defeat. And so it's, it's a psychological program that, that keeps us fucked up overall. That's what this country was built on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, so, so no, Dave, okay. I'm not going to watch the NFL. And I'm, I'm a huge football fan. Right. So it's not like a, uh, like, I can just brush it off like it doesn't have, like, a significant impact on my life. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm a football player. So, right. obviously, in my family, and yeah, and coach, and all my family's been in football. Right. And, you know, my family played on the Washington football team, right. which is why I've, I've been a, I, I was a yeah. lifelong fan. Because, yeah. you know, my family was a lifelong my uncle's son. I got his jersey now. And I'm still going to get a new one. But just because it's my family. <laughs> right. But so the, the, the institution, and um, just to draw the parallel, do you feel like it's the same? Um, do, you, do you have the same feeling toward the NBA? Unfortunately, I do. I'm, I'm more, because uh, I coach basketball and I play basketball right, too, right, so right. I'm an athlete. And I know you, you watch the game. You and and on, I watch, you know, I actually watch the, the NBA, NBA because, yeah. with, but, to, to keep the principles intact, like it's the same. Yeah, yeah that's shit why. That's NBA. why I was asking. But the thing is, the 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 owners of the NBA have been more welcoming to the voices of their players, which doesn't mean a lot in the overall scheme of things. But at least they don't attempt to. Out outwardly mute the players. Like the NFL is like, you yeah. niggas don't ever say shit. There. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's, know, just, it's just more blatant. It, yeah, it's, it's like yeah. Trump and Biden. Like they yeah. both, like neither one of them going to do anything. But it's just like one is just easier to take the shit from. And so that's that's what the NBA is. It's like easier because like they allow the players to to voice their opinions and you know talk all of the equality bullshit. But you know as long as the money keeps coming, like all right, nigga, say what you got to say. But the NFL yeah. is like no, nigga, you can't say nothing. So. But yeah, shout out to, to the NFL and the NBA. <laughs> Give them a contract. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just in case they want to, you know. So yeah, that's um, the, uh, oh, I did want to uh, finish that by saying the, uh, the Washington football team. They won too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and they, uh, the, the quarterback wore uh, yeah, his helmet had Davon McNeil's name on the back, which is Dede 
who got uh, killed on 4th of July around my way. Yeah. And uh, so it was good to see that uh, that tragedy was recognized by the Washington football team and, and was worn on a helmet. Uh, and you know, it, it be shit like that and that's significant because they know that we are emotional beings. Emotional we know that we're human beings and they know that, you know, but at the end of the day, Dan Snyder, it doesn't so, so, make him a good man. So, but yeah, so I was going to ask <laughs> you about that because you that, actually said, go ahead. What you just said, that's, that's it. That's the core of it. That manipulation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I was going to say, does it feel like pandering almost? Or, it, it, it is, or, but, I, but the, the, the quarterback is a young black dude. Yeah. And so there, there's a genuineness in inside of the manipulation. Because the the organization doesn't really care about Day Day. Yeah, yeah. But I think what's his name? Haskins? Yeah. I think I think he really I think that meant something to him. Because he's a football player. And Day Day was an extraordinary football player. And he actually had the potential to be like, yeah, this this he might go to the league. You know what I'm saying? And so I think, you know, in inside of the manipulation you find our spirits and our souls and our emotions, you know, caught up in so yeah. Yeah. They, you know, it, um, it wasn't just, you know, Coach Dwayne Haskins, uh, like you said, wore the Ron McGill's name on his town. Other, other members um, wore the names of victims of police brutality, like George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. And, and like you said, I, um, and seeing that, like, it was a sense of just because, you know, like, he's right behind the movie stage, so he right. had, you know, he had that connection to it. So it's like, yeah, but then also it's like, yeah, but I mean, but this is our job very much to Yvonne's point. It's like it's cool to, to fall in that moment, but you gotta recognize what it is. Just yeah, how yeah, I recognize yeah, what it is, I'm yeah, like, yeah, but this is manipulation. Yeah, yeah. But I appreciate this little moment yeah, inside yeah. of this and manipulation. If, if, if that we can manipulate. People, right, right. If nothing else for the people um, <laughs> who's emotionally attached to the it's um, the, the manipulation is not um, a part of it. It's more about the emotional yeah. attachment. Yeah. So I recognize it, but we got to keep, like you know, keep our eyes on the prize and recognize, like, okay, I do feel this, but this is 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 in the midst of this manipulation you're attempting on me. Somebody yeah. says, "Shut up and run fast." Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so um, I'm checking the time. Hey, we had a good conversation. It's, yeah. Uh, I'm just getting to this interview. I don't even need any time. I'm excited to talk to you anyway. Go the flow. <laughs> And yeah, I love those genuine conversations like that. They come from a, a genuine place, definitely. So, uh, welcome. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Wonderful. It's so great to have you here and with us. And um, yeah, just here to share your light and your energy, uh, which is always uh, infectious and, and, and in a good way. Not like in a COVID way, but in a, uh, in a good way. <laughs> and uh, in, in the intro, you know, I spoke uh, briefly about your weight loss journey. And, um, uh, you know, if you talk about it a little bit, I don't want to ask you anything that's, you know. Sure. And, uh, you know, I do have some, uh, some deep probing questions about your most intimate and personal secrets. So okay. if anything gets too personal, just let me know. Well, I, I want to um, practice this by um, making sure that I, I do make it clear that um, it isn't a weight loss journey. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, say it wrong, please. It's okay. I'm a refined food addict and overeater in recovery. Mm-hmm. And um, so I have just been bringing people along on my journey in right, general right, right. to learn how to eat salt, oil, flour, alcohol, sugar-free, 
whole plants exclusively and learn how to sustainably do that. Right, because right, right. I have um, been learning that the excitotoxins, salt, oil, flour, alcohol, and sugar mm -hmm. um, trigger me to overeat. That's, yeah. And that is to, that's linked to depression for me mm -hmm. and many other things. So, yeah. And you know what triggers me to overeat? What? We. Well, at least you know that's an excitotoxin because actually... It's a what? It's, what's that called? It's an excitotoxin. Excitotoxin. Salt, oil, flour, alcohol, sugar, cocaine, drugs, any kind of drugs. All of these things, they give our brains dopamine hits. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a plant, right, yeah, but still. Yeah, exactly. All these things are plants. Yeah, exactly. It's not... Yeah, I'm about to say, cocaine, they take the plant, then they do a whole bunch of... But it starts. It yeah, starts yeah, it starts right? as a plant, yes. Yeah. And salt, how do we get salt? Uh, from it's it's salt naturally sugar. in our food. <laughs> you know, it's naturally in our food. And sugars, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Naturally That's in our process. food, and then process happens mm -hmm. to bring it out. And then when we go to add that refine to our foods, right, mm -hmm. then it's giving our brain dopamine hits. Mm -hmm. And our brain wants more, our brain wants more, our brain wants more. So my journey is about bringing people along as I learn how to sustainably eat so fast free whole food plant exclusive mm -hmm. and talk about how my brain is acting okay. in this okay. process on okay. this journey recognizing mm -hmm. that our brains are actually hardwired to desire the highest caloric density food in our environment okay. so yeah. we're told it's your fault it's your fault all you gotta do is step away from the table all you gotta do is moderate um actually our brains are hardwired to desire the highest caloric density food in our environment. So the highest what? The highest caloric density. Caloric density. You gotta start slow, Jay. So first say caloric. Caloric density. The least amount of caloric. Caloric. So caloric. Oh, see? Calories and shit. So you know, um, um, calorie density food. So the way that I eat is so fast free, whole food plant exclusive, Low caloric density specific. Mm. That's how I actually dropped what, all this weight. Hold on, hold on, right. Caloric density. density. So what's that? So density. All right. So density is, and essentially the way that I describe it is that I am looking to get the most caloric density bang for my buck. So when it comes, oh, uh, okay. So you're trying to foods, get full. No, when it comes to my whole foods. There's a difference between eating a palm full of cashews mm -hmm. that's 100 calories versus a plate of whole food plants that don't have any salt, oil, flour, or sugar on them, and it's 100 calories, mm -hmm. and it's more filling. Mm -hmm. Oh, so that's the density part. Exactly. I never knew it was a word for that. I'm telling clients to eat. Um, you know, the, the stuff that's dense and all the things that you don't need and, mm -hmm. and full of all of the things that you do need. So, I imagine that this that's conversation awesome. is yeah, so like, yes. y'all in the building, bro. But yeah, so, Are y'all listening? <laughs> yeah, you got the, your, uh, your food fit team on there. Yes. But yeah, so you answered a bunch of questions that I was going to ask. I got a bunch more. It was okay. very interesting. So, well, but, um, we get, along with the, um, along the lines of the um, calorie density, caloric density, um, to get further into that, that's why 
come away from oil okay. because um, there's 4,000, uh, I think there's 4,000 calories for every pound of oil. So mm -hmm. there's a, a graphic out that who, shows. Who the fuck's going to have a pound of oil? You know, you don't you don't know. Oh, you just don't know. Yeah. You just won't know yeah. based yeah. on what you yeah. eat throughout the day. A lot of people don't even um, calculate, like when people do their macros, their macronutrients, they don't even calculate the oil that they cook with. Mm, yeah, They're like, oh, yeah. I got avocados, I got this. I'm like, but what did you cook your protein? What did you cook your food? Crystal lard. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's a great point. Right? So yeah. there's, there's a popular graphic that shows um, what your stomach looks like when it has this many calories of fruits, vegetables, whole grains, legumes, mushrooms mm -hmm. in it, right? Mm -hmm. At so many calories mm -hmm. versus what it looks like when you have so many calories of oil mm -hmm. in it versus what it looks like when you have so many calories of sugar in it. Mm -hmm. And what you see in the graphic is that your stomach is full mm -hmm. when you have this small calorie mm -hmm. of fruits, vegetables, whole grains, legumes, mm -hmm. versus there's the oil, same oh, amount of calories, minute. it's a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, well, hold up. Mm -hmm. I want the most bang for my buck, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, gratefully eating like this, particularly the leafy greens um, with the thylakoids in them. All these words. In, um, thylakoids. Thylakoids. Yeah. thylakoids. That's <laughs> your Shut up, babe. <laughs> Nah, hold on. Nah, nigga, you ain't just going to blow over thylacoids. She's going to tell you Yeah, the thylacoids and them, yeah. NFL. What? Wait a minute. So, the thylacoids that are in the leafy greens, thylacoids have been statistically proven to actually break cravings for junk. So, how I've been doing is eating leafy greens, eating mm -hmm. leafy greens for first meal, because mm -hmm. we normally eat the most of whatever mm -hmm. we eat first. Mm -hmm. So that gratefully committing to that, because I have this information committing to that, leafy greens first, leafy greens first, veggies first, mm -hmm. with those thylakoids in them, breaking the cravings, okay? Mm -hmm. And so now, gratefully, seven eight months in on this journey because i started on january the 6th mm -hmm. at 174 pounds mm -hmm. and now january this year later, that's right six wow, pounds january later 112. Yeah. it didn't even months, take it wasn't even six months no it didn't take that long it took about 32 weeks mm -hmm. to drop the 62 pounds and now wow. my that's body, amazing mm -hmm, and my body has I can tell it's settled. Yeah. It's settled now. And you feel that difference. Yeah. Well, wow. you know, what I've been learning is that we, as long as you're eating in a healthy manner, like mm -hmm. how I'm eating, whereas mm -hmm. the salt, the oil, the flour, the sugar is out, mm -hmm. no meat, no seafood, no dairy, mm -hmm. um, just whole food plants exclusively. I love water. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love water. It's awesome, and we're mostly made up of water. So why mm -hmm. wouldn't we want to keep drinking? Mm -hmm. You know, to replace whatever's coming out of us when we're mm -hmm. going to the bathroom, when we're sweating, all those things. Mm -hmm. But um, what I've been noticing and what I've been learning is that 
Um, when you're eating like this, your body will naturally settle mm -hmm. at the weight that it's most comfortable at when it's ready to do so. Mm -hmm. I've had a lot over this journey, over the last um, eight months now, seven months, mm -hmm. eight months, um, I've had a lot of comments when I will post online. Mm -hmm. And I understand people are coming from a place where they just don't know. Mm -hmm. And they'll say, oh my gosh, don't lose anymore. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, you... Um, you look sick. Mm -hmm. um, and then you're malnourished. Weight loss surgery or something oh my like gosh! Yeah. It's it's everything, and they're just like stop right there. Which, to be honest, I think is hilarious that mm -hmm. um, the internet gives people um, yeah. some kind of interesting. Uh, yeah. Courage mm -hmm. to mind people's business in such I a way. I told you, Jay. Remember, I talked about the carte blanche. Yeah, people got people on the internet got a lot of carte blanche. Oh they, you should do this, and you should do. And it's mind like, your and, yeah, and, yeah, and it's a grape and a fruit fight, right? right, and, right, right, like, right. and and but you know, I am posting, mm -hmm. and you know, I'm I'm doing literally what my ancestors have told me to right, do. Right, because right, I love right. people, but I don't like people. Right, right, yeah. right. I don't. So this, I'm doing literally divinely inspired what my ancestors have been telling me to do because this isn't my first time mm -hmm. at this. Mm -hmm. This is my second time at mm -hmm. this. I mm -hmm. actually started this back at the beginning of 2017 mm -hmm. and due to a lot of family trauma that occurred that year, I wind up coming away from learning and um, getting more into it, but I had dropped 40 pounds in 2017 mm -hmm. when I first started discovering that this is a way that works mm -hmm. um, for me but gratefully I, I, draw, I gained all that back mm -hmm. um, but gratefully towards the end of last year it really started coming on me strong like you're ready you're ready you're ready because my why for mm -hmm. eating like this for choosing mm -hmm. to eat like this mm -hmm. is being tired of being in pain Mm -hmm. um, overeating, mm -hmm. which is what these consuming these excitotoxins for me triggers me to do, mm -hmm. and I don't moderate at all. Mm -hmm. I, I don't. Mm -hmm. um, that's what being a refined food addict and mm -hmm. overeater mm -hmm. at the core is mm -hmm. no ability to moderate. Mm -hmm. And so, as a result of not being able to moderate, then I'm recognizing abstaining from these excitotoxins actually assist in preventing me from being triggered to overeat. Mm -hmm. And overeating then for my life has led to depression, shame, isolation, and so much more. I yeah. have caused immeasurable damage to my children and trauma to my children mm -hmm. over the years, battling mm -hmm. depression. Um, bipolar, PTSD, anxiety, which are mental illnesses that I've been diagnosed with. Mm -hmm. um, that's my why. Mm -hmm. That's the why that makes me cry. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. people, they ask sometimes, well, how do you have the discipline? This isn't about discipline. Mm -hmm. Discipline and willpower went out the window a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is being grateful to have information mm -hmm. about how our brains are hardwired to desire the highest caloric density food in our environment. Mm -hmm. This is about having information that when I abstain from these excitotoxins and I find healthy ways to cope, mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and healthy mm-hmm. ways to give my brain dopamine hits mm-hmm. that don't mm-hmm. involve any type. I call it crutch-free living. Mm-hmm. That's what I yeah. have committed yeah. myself mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. I know that I don't do moderation. Mm-hmm. If you give me, you say, come on, let's have a glass of wine. Give me the bottle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you say, let's smoke. Yeah. Okay. I, everybody has stress. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what I learned about myself is that when I'm dealing with these excital toxins, when I'm dealing with any kind of drugs, any kind of alcohol, I'm looking to use that as a way. To cope. To cope. Mm-hmm. And since I don't do moderation well, mm-hmm. right, right. I am not stopping. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why it's called comfort foods. Exactly. I think, exactly. and and to piggyback off that, so uh, I, I'm a trainer. I've been training 11 years. Okay. And I've had clients who I know who have either been addicted to something or are addicted to something and don't know it just based off conversation. Yeah. And I have to um, speak very consciously because in the trainer world, when you get certified, you know, you're only really taught to, um, you know, to, to train those that are either overeaters or undereaters. They want to build muscle or they want to lose weight. Okay. But when you have, you're almost working in like a health coach, nutrition, you know, um, I don't know what people are called that, mm-hmm. um, you know, help people come off of drugs. You're, you're operating in a different space. Mm-hmm. And you have to be very conscious of the words that you speak and the instructions that you give to someone who cannot, or is, I don't know even want to say cannot, but is unable to moderate. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's very, really helpful information, even for me in my space. Yeah. Um, so thanks for sharing that. Definitely. I have a, a ton, ton of questions. You said a bunch of stuff. Um, <laughs> you, you answered a lot of them already. See? But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I appreciate that. So um, how much of the, um, you know, what you talked about, uh, the, the, uh, the stopping our ability to, um, to moderate and things of that nature is manufactured? Because, of course, it would be in companies' best interest to have you instead of eating one chip to eat the whole Absolutely. And, um, you know, use the whole whatever or, you know, so you can purchase more because their game is making money. So a lot of that stuff is, is you know, pushed on us subconsciously along with our, because they, they know all the science about it, you absolutely. know, and so they push it on us in, yeah. in certain ways. And so, um, yeah, I, I guess I started saying how much of that is, but we know that it is. So uh, what are some of the ways that you employ to help kind of break that, you know, uh, that whole indoctrination or the, okay. the pushing it? Well, um, as I said before, first and foremost is I have a why. I have a why that makes me cry. And I, anyone that asks uh, me, that's the first thing I'm gonna say. Figure that out for yourself. Why are you choosing to eat this way? Why do you want to change the way that you're eating? Um, It needs to be serious. Uh, Not that dropping weight isn't serious yeah um it's just that uh having weight on us prevent or presents all sorts of issues Mm -hmm. like blurred thinking foggy thinking um high blood pressure um heart attack uh all of those different types of things no energy hard to move around um it presents so many different issues that 
I've learned it's better to dig into that versus mm-hmm. I want to be cute. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and I do want to be cute. I'm not going to tell yeah. any lies. I right, do right. want to be cute. Um, but it, it's not enough. Right. That's not enough. Yeah. I have to, I've had to figure out like my real why. Right. Once right. I figured that right. out, I keep that in the forefront of my mind. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to because I think about how I have traumatized my children. Mm-hmm. So, that's something that I'm going to keep in the forefront of my mind. I think about how I have missed out on a lot of living because I haven't had any energy, because my thinking has been blurred and foggy, uh, because I couldn't sleep. I've missed out on a lot of living. Uh, I keep those things in the forefront of my mind. Once I'm able to keep those things in the forefront of my mind, my wise, okay, now, information. Next is information. Mm-hmm. There's a book called The Pleasure Trap by Dr. Lyle. Okay. And um, that is the number one book that I suggest people read or listen to um, because it's going to teach you about the motivational triad. Okay. And in general, how we as humans have evolved to get to this place where we used to be able to get the highest caloric density food. We had to work to get it. Mm-hmm. That's but as you mentioned, the industry, right? Okay, so they have scientists that they hire mm-hmm. who absolutely know about the motivational triad and absolutely know about what our brains that our brains are hardwired to desire the highest caloric density food. And then they say, so what we're gonna do we're going to engineer this food with these excitotoxins. Y'all make it good because I bet you can't eat just one. Right. Yeah. And then we're going to make all the money. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what's interesting? They refuse to add refined food addiction to the DSM-5. And that's intentional. Yeah. So, so that, well, for that, those people uh, like Jay who don't know what the DSM five is, I don't. No, I don't. He's I'm absolutely not, right. No, but, but yeah, I don't either. But, uh, yeah, so what's the DSM five? Um, I forget actually what the acronym is for. Yeah. But essentially, DSM five is a catalog that houses different various mental illnesses mm-hmm. and diseases, mm-hmm. and um. They won't put that one in there. And I'm sure mm-hmm. y'all understand why. Because yeah, it's yeah, yeah. yeah. So when you have information like that, that's what I'm saying. First you're why, then you get your information. You have information like that, it allows you to be more conscious about how you move. Right. What's that the name of that book again? With the, um, the name of the book is The Pleasure Trap by Dr. Lyle. L-I-S-L-E, Dr. Lyle. Mm-hmm. And um it's not necessarily the most interesting book, mm-hmm. um, but it sure will help you understand how you operate, how your brain operates. Um, it will. Yeah, that's it's very important. To me, anything that gives you a deeper understanding of, of you know, the reason. What was, what was that, the one you didn't know with the acronym? DSM-5. Oh, Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. 
Akilah. Oh, and Kim. They both. They both. They both. They both. They both. Thank you so much. So, so you know, um, I appreciate you. You know, correcting me about the 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 weight loss journey. Um, I know that there are a lot of people who. I'm eating for my life. That's what I call it. Yeah, That's what I'm doing. Exactly. And that's the whole thing that you're doing. That's the the. So that's a blog. Um, eating for my life is a brand. It's a brand. Yeah. It's eating for my life, and that's a one instead of an I. Now I'm going to ask you about Why is there a one? Well, <laughs> for a couple of different reasons. First of all, if I'm eating for my life, then that's one person. Mm-hmm. And second, I got this one life to live right mm. now. I don't know how many times I've been here. I don't know how many times I'll come back. Yeah. But right now is all that matters. Now. And that's one. And um, and then the other thing is eating for my life lifestyle regular is already taken. Oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> so that makes sense. Yeah. that's why but yeah, I, no, no, you people, know, uh, that was number one, the first reason right, why right, I put right. one there. Yeah. But and um, it works. And right? It makes it stand out. But yeah, yeah. and so I, I, I try to make sure that I let people know that that's what I'm doing. I'm eating for my life. This isn't mm-hmm. about weight loss. Um, this is about right, eating yes, for my yes, life because because I am and I'm eating life. Right, right. You know, and that's why it's not a diet; it's a living. Diet has the word diet. We already know the English mm. language. Stupid. So many spells yeah. in this language. Exactly, yeah. it's stupid. Yeah. And yeah. it's 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 set up like that intentionally, mm. and so that means we have to be intentional about how we're using it. Yeah, yeah. So this yeah. is a living for me. Because I'm living. Yeah, I'm living and I'm living. Like that day? I like that. Y'all hear that? You know, stop dieting and start living. You're dieting and it's got the word dieting. I'm not dying. Not until I'm ready. And I still won't. Because we're energy. You know, like how Believe has a lie in it. You know, it's a a little, they have little things. But anyway, but yeah, so, um, uh, and the reason I, uh, you know, I touched on that was to get into uh, eating for my life and also to talk about um, how, like you said, it's more of a lifestyle, it's more for a specific reason than weight loss, but one of the, you know, uh, byproducts of it is you were able to um, sustainably and I still Right, right. I always yeah. want to point out that because this is a journey, mm-hmm. uh, it's not bow rat. Okay. You know, I noticed, um, in general, uh, a lot of times we approach things from a destination mindset versus a journey mindset. So um, anytime I'm talking about what's going on with me, I always wanna make sure that I point out that this is ongoing and will be ongoing for the rest of my life. No matter what's going on, it's all ongoing. I'm learning. I'm not backing myself up against the wall. I'm not backing myself up to any kind of corner. I've been super intentional about that. So when people are, you know, talking to me about what's been happening, I want to make sure I highlight that. It's what's happening. And anything can happen. And you can see me eating a Big Mac tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. That's real. 
It's been that I have a big Mac here for you to eat. Okay, I'm not letting anybody back me into a corner. Right, yeah. Food that is overeater and recovery. But the power of what you said about, oh man, I just had it and it just went, see, that's. My brain is uh, your brain's foggy. That's my brain's foggy. But you yeah, know what? Yeah. Um, Calari- caloric, caloric no. density. <laughs> right. the, the caloric density is fucked up, babe. It's foggy. Uh, uh, but you know what? Um, uh, a support toolkit that I have created um, with eating for my life is mm-hmm. called Sober Eating, mm-hmm. and I specifically named it that because. I notice in this world, addicts, all sorts of addicts seem to get respect, except refined food addicts. Oh, right. Crack addicts, heroin addicts, alcoholics. Everybody seems to have lots of respect for all sorts of addicts, except refined food addicts. Oh, you mean recovering addicts? What? Recovering. But in general, there is this respect, right? We're not walking up to someone who has made it clear that they're an AA mm-hmm. and saying, come to this bar with me. Right, right, right. We're not right. walking up to someone who has made it clear that they are in recovery from heroin addiction and saying, I've got something special for you. Come around this corner. We're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why don't refined food addicts and overeaters in recovery get the same kind of respect? That's mm-hmm. the reason why I called the support toolkit that's helping me mm-hmm. and will continue to help me. That's why I called it sober eating. Because okay. I want to highlight that. We need to respect refined food addicts and overeaters as well. Yeah. And, and, and their recovery efforts. Do you think they're getting more respect now? I think there's a lot more. Um, we have a long way to go. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And the reason why like is because. Shine the light on it, it's helping, right, yeah. and the reason why we have a long way to go is because um, unlike alcohol, mm. unlike heroin, unlike cocaine, unlike crack, uh, refined food is everywhere. Yeah. You don't have to step outside of your door. You turn your phone on, you turn your TV on, you turn your streaming on. Call it on. Whoever you live in the house with yeah, is eating. Mm-hmm. And so it's everywhere from the moment you wake up, even when you're sleeping. Exactly. It's affecting you. You're dreaming about it. Um, so. That's one yeah, that I'm towards. I know I have, and I still do something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but what I was going to say was the, the brilliance of what you said about um, the journey and focus on the journey and everything is uh, destination based. And I think that that, to a certain extent, um, in this time, is manufactured because the more you focus on the destination, the harder it is to get there. You know, like that journey is more, it's more about the journey, focusing on the steps, taking that one step, yeah, and you know, taking the steps to get to where you are as opposed to, you know, um, this world of instant gratification where we want it now, we don't want to go through the steps, we just want to get there. And so, yeah, that was what I was going to say. You know, you say a lot of smart stuff, but I wanted to uh, point out a lot of wise things. I'm in the presence of wisdom here today, so. I mean, what? We all reflect of each other. Patrice. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
Uh, but yeah, so um, and you know that was one of the uh, things I wanted to talk about was funny how people um, see uh, you know plant-based living or, or any kind of uh, um, and I had wrote diet in there, but I'm going to change it to living. Any and kind I of uh, restrictions, uh, plant exclusive. Plant exclusive is different. Oh, yeah, yes, and we will talk about that too. But even uh, just these small variations and things that you do, it's not even that huge, you make it a lot bigger. But people look at it as such a, you know, uh, a taboo thing. Or, oh my goodness, you do that? Oh, I can't. But they, some of the stuff that people try in an effort to, to, to get to these destinations of either losing weight or being more healthy, uh, it's outlandish compared to just eating vegetables. You know, it, it's so simple. Well, you know, we've been sold. Yeah, exactly. We've been sold to believe that it's not out. Um, And Jay's not working out anymore. Mm -hmm. And then what? 
Then what do we do? Then what? Then what? But yeah. I was going to say, like, um, what you were saying about the, 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 you mean the pill, the, you know, the, the supplements, even though they have, you know, historically not been, you know, uh, successful, they still make, it's still a billion dollar industry because they sell you that destination. They're like, oh, just take this pill. And you, you know, it's never that. You have to put in the work. That's so right. You touched again on um, on, on your diagnosis and your, um, your dealing with, with mental illness. So, um, uh, the, the food, the, the changing your diet and uh, adjusting how you eat, um, has that affected that? Or do you think believe that has an effect on it? Or? Absolutely. Um, improving clarity of thinking, number one. Because with the improved clarity of thinking, then in turn, I'm able to recognize the signs and symptoms that my body is giving me. Um, we hear a lot, oh, disease, disease, disease. Well, I've been learning that our bodies can be in a state of disease. Mm. And the signs and symptoms that our bodies are giving us, society tells us to just hurry up and get rid of those signs yeah, and symptoms. Yeah, they have to sell it to you as a disease so they can sell you a cure. Exactly, yeah. versus recognizing that our bodies are in states of disease. And when our bodies are giving us these symptoms, they're just flags saying, hello, something is going on with us. Please take a look, get to the roots of it. Right. The core of what's going on, heal it to bring the body out of its state of disease. So the clarity of thinking that is being improved by eating so free, whole food plants exclusively is assisting me with being able to recognize when I'm being triggered, to recognize if I'm in the midst of battling exhaustive depression symptoms, which just happened and went on for about four or five weeks. Gratefully, I have come out of that over the last couple of weeks. Um, but it went on for about four or five weeks. Um, to be able to recognize that it's happening. Mm -hmm. To also, yeah, and to also, as a result of being able to recognize that these various symptoms are occurring, whatever society wants to call them. Because I recognize that labels like PTSD, labels like um, bipolar, labels like um, anxiety, labels like um, depression, there are labels that are dropped on top of symptoms, yeah. right? Yeah. So whatever anybody wants to call these bunches of symptoms, mm. gratefully, eating like this has been clarifying my um, mental, right? right. Yeah. And so I'm able to recognize these symptoms quicker. Yeah. And then in turn, that allows me to Amp up my song. Right, yeah, necessary. amp it up, amp it up, amp it up. Uh oh, you right, need to stop right. talking to people right now. Right. You right. need to get well, quiet, right. yeah. but not too quiet because addiction and mental illness thrives in isolation. Exactly. exactly. And that's one of the best parts that I've seen so far this year about eating like this is I am now committed to no longer allowing my brain to tell me that my friends and family won't care about me mm. 
and not to be ashamed um, to tell them when I'm battling mm -hmm. these exhaustive depression symptoms. Yeah, and mm -hmm. I haven't brushed my teeth in days and I oh. haven't taken a shower or a bath in days and this is real. Right, yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah. I know this clarity of thinking from eating like this is really helping me to, to not listen when my brain is trying to tell me these lies, but to open up and talk about what's going on. Yeah, and not be ashamed. You, uh, you mentioned uh, self-care, and uh, I want to talk about divine self-care. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, so what is uh, divine self-care, in your opinion, like what does that mean to you? So divine self-care, for me, mm. is about making me a priority first, before anything else, before anyone else. I have a lot on my plate, um, a single mom, and so many other things. Um, divine self-care, I have two main initiatives for me that make up my divine self-care, and that's eating for my life, and that's just her getaway. Yeah, and that was the next thing yeah. I was gonna. That's why I asked you about that. So, yep. just her getaway. Uh, can you explain a little bit about what that is? Sure. Just her getaway is about empowering women to take quality time for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so, again, another journey. I bring people along with me. I bring women along with me. This is women central only. Not about men. That's what I want to be. No, super, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Which is super important <laughs> that as women we carve out time yes. for ourselves, by ourselves, to do different types of things, even if it's nothing but just laying still, whatever it is, I bring women along on my journey with me as I work on my divine self-care right. by figuring out different types of ways to get into me. Right, right. And, and, and in doing that, you um, empower them to find their own ways to, yeah, that's dope, yeah. that's dope. And, it, and, and, and also really highlight that sometimes we need to figure out if we're scared to spend time by ourselves and why. Mm -hmm. Because sure can hear a lot. Yeah, yeah. That's sure can hear a lot. I love it. And yeah. I'm my own best friend yeah. first. I'm my actual bestest friend. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, I mean, it could be, you know, um, sometimes uh, what you hear and what you see when you're by yourself, when there's no other distraction, can be, can be scary, can be daunting, but it's the only way to get to healing and the only way to get to a point where you're effective you know, communicator, effective, uh, you know, friend, partner, anything is once you, you know, get that connection with yourself. And so, yeah, I cherish my solitude too sometimes. It's just, you know, being alone is a, uh, I love it. You know, <laughs> you know, I love it. I really do. And, and finding different ways to do it. You can be, you know, in a room full of people and be by yourself, you know. So it's, uh, yeah, that's dope. So, but the, so just her getaways, that's a, a blog. So Just Her Getaway is another brand. Another brand. And so there's the empowerment piece, mm -hmm. and then there's also the virtual travel experience. That's what I was going to get. Your virtual yeah. travel concierge. Mm -hmm. So what exactly, like, uh, what, what's the service that you provide with that? Okay, so it's um, a virtual travel agency okay. just for women. Okay. And so it's about 
providing virtual experiences mm -hmm. for women mm -hmm. um, that allows them to, for it to be a just her getaway right, right. So in the comfort of their home or wherever they might be. And um, it's all sorts of, it's all sorts of virtual experiences. Some are related to travel, some are related to other kinds of experiences that allow you to travel in your mind, allow you to travel in your spirit, allow you to learn something new. Um, yeah. That's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. Like, when I, like the concept and the idea of it, because you know, so many women feel, you know, um, uh, obligated to be, you know, the the epitome of the idea of the strong black woman and things. That's and why I wore this on. shirt today right. because guess what? Not your and mule. you might be able to um, relate hmm. that I heard a rumor hmm. that black women are considered the muse of the entire world. Hmm. That um, say that again for the people in the back. <laughs> I heard a rumor that. Black women are considered the muse of the entire world. Wow. Black women apparently don't feel pain the same way that other ethnicities do. Mm -hmm. um, I heard that we willingly throw capes on our backs mm -hmm. and we want to save everybody. Mm -hmm. And we don't put ourselves first. Mm -hmm. And yeah, yeah, I heard that we don't have to and that this is our job. Mm -hmm. It is our job to be the mules of the entire world, to be the strong black woman, saddle ourselves with everybody's problems. Mm -hmm. That's what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, what I've been realizing is that that's a lie. Mm -hmm. It's a lie. And yeah. um, we have to stop pandering to that lie. Right. We right. have to figure out how to um, not be anybody's uh, mule. Uh, <laughs> so this is, uh, this is one of the, this, is, this shirt is by one of the African black businesses in the directory nice, on nice. Um, Abundances on Birthright. Can I talk about yes, Abundances on yes, Birthright? Yes, yes. Okay, yes. so Abundances on Birthright is um, another brand mm -hmm. that, um, essentially encompasses the last 20 some odd years mm -hmm. of um, myself and my two girls and our spirit of doing for ourselves and what it looks like mm -hmm. with all the various brands that we have yeah. started, that's ongoing, that's no longer from when my girls were little, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason remembers, <laughs> to now 24 and 17. Wow. And, yeah. um, and so along with uh, being able to see all those variances of what um, doing for ourselves looks like for our family, I also was moved to um, create an African Black Business Directory. Okay. More abundance is our birthright, and that's R I T E, not R I G H T. Right. Um, so, speaking of abundance is our birthright, yeah. guess what, y'all? What's up? I brought a surprise for y'all. So, these awesome, yes, some of these awesome um, African black businesses that are in the directory 
um, baby oils and stuff. So, oh, is it cool. okay for me to show y'all? Sure. All right. Who love gifts? Okay, so. You got a bag full of gifts. Absolutely. So, this beautiful bag oh, is wow, by is artist D. Lou Creates, and this is a Maasai woman. My favorite. That's when I go finally visit yeah. the continent. Um, yeah. It's gonna be Tanzania okay. or Kenya first, uh, probably Tanzania, yeah. and uh, and get with the Maasai because that's yeah. my people. Yeah. Um, so this is Dilu Creates that yeah. provided this to you all. Nice. Um, nice. Also provided this um, beautiful print. Mm. And this is called Protect Your Peace. Oh, wow. Okay. That's nice. He's a phenomenal uh, artist. Mm -hmm. And his birthday was yesterday, so well, happy warm day. Yes. It's his birthday, and we get the gifts. Yes. <laughs> so, next, I'm going to start with the children because I got to highlight my babies. Mm -hmm. So, this is um, a piece by Yana Tanae. Mm -hmm. And Yana today is Ayana, and she's 14 years old, and she does activist oh, wow. art, okay? And she's a graphic yeah. designer, and so many more things, okay? So she provided this for you all. Um, and then another baby uh, that provided you all with a gift is... Um, Onlo. Right. So this is by a young man who's 16 years old. Mm -hmm. And Onlo means, and, and a few of his teenage friends, Onlo means a new level of high. Mm -hmm. And so Onlo provided this shirt for you all. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. New level of high. A new level of high. And speaking of high, another artist, her name is. Ming, and the name of her company is Ming Made It, provided y'all with this dope ass ashtray. ashtray that she made. Oh, that was she nice. Yeah. That? Okay. That's Jay's right there. <laughs> <laughs> she smiled. Yeah, let me just pass it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's the old right. level of high. <laughs> so that's Ming Made It, y'all. All right. And all these businesses are in the African business directory. Yeah, for sure. Okay, and so um, let's see what we have next is okay, this good sea moss gel, all right, by Just Bootsy Alternatives, all right. She got Give the good sea moss gel. Well, well, wait a minute. I wanted to. What is sea moss gel though? What is like? What do you do with it? Okay. Tell me, Bob. Sea moss gel is going to support your health. Okay. You ingest it. Yes. Okay. Put it in smoothies. You can put it in your smoothie. I use it in smoothies. Yeah. You can put it in your food. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, you know, this is obviously for y'all to divide up how y'all chew. Okay? Oh, oh no. I just need to ask But um, it's that good stuff for sure. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Um, it's going to definitely improve upon. I got like twelve bottles of sea moss in my refrigerator. All right. Well, we we talking is healing. Okay, yeah, yeah. so here is some elderberry syrup as well. Elderberry by Just Boots yeah. Alternatives. Elderberry, elderberry okay, elderberry but I could not leave you all with just one 
fame of elderberry syrup. So Third Eye Divine, mm -hmm. okay, is also providing two additional eight ounce bottles of elderberry syrup oh, to be shipped. So everybody gets one. Oh, and all you have to do is just email her, okay, okay. Um, to get yours. Yeah, all right. Yeah, we shout her out and yeah, put all this stuff up and the registry. We're talking about it on, uh, yes. on the website. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. What's that? That's the tease. Yes, indeed. That's U360. From, uh, you already Rob, know. Doc. Doc uh, U. Mm -hmm. yeah. Doc U. So that's the immunity. That's um the immunity too. So it's a seasonal support formula. Oh, wow. Um and he is not that particular one, but that's why I get my teas from. Well, I get them from uh, Dr. Kokai, who gets them from Dr. Yu. Oh, All right. Nice, nice. Um, a soulful touch. His uh, beautiful significant other. That's his dope. Providing she got her little Capri Sun. That's Okay, so that's a soulful touch. And hmm? Kale Vaughn Celery. Got y'all with the oatmeal cookie bites with dry cranberry all vegan. Okay. It's all vegan? Yes. What's that? Lemon cookies, which is all kale bone celery. Oh, yeah. Lemon cookies, as well as Get at the Dave too. One well, it's three. It's one for each it's of one us. One for each of y'all. You just email. Dave needs all um, three of those. We're gonna email him. I've done that issue with my balance. Okay. okay. But uh, but so, yeah, I, if you don't want it, I tell you. I, I already do. Talesfromheaven.com um is such a phenomenal concept of providing counseling for when you lose your pet. Oh, oh, wow, yes. And it's yes. my cousin. Shout out, cousin. <laughs> I know some people who can benefit from that. Right. Yeah. Well, if you know anyone who's vet staff support, they, she's giving $50 off of counseling services to all vet staff support okay. during the month of September. And last but not least, natural hands. Oh yeah. I have the good frankincense and myrrh. Yes, and yeah, yeah. I, have, it, I have, have the shape on. <laughs> Thank you. So what um, natural hands provided you all with is a detox bath kit infused with activated charcoal, yeah. lemongrass, and tea tree. Oh, There's body yeah, that's the trees. sugar yeah. scrub, <laughs> and shea butter stain. Thank you. I took the cookies. <laughs> I took the cookies she wanted. So I'm like, yeah, get that other shit to Patrice. Oh, you so she, the cookies, nah, it's, it's enough other right. cookies. So, yeah. Let me put everything back in the bag. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. 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 my shit's not going back in the bag. Excuse me. Okay. Well, let me put this back in. Thank you so much. I don't trust Dave. Again, you. Question: What do you have to do to get listed on Abundance as our birthright as a black business? You 
talk to Say it right now. Okay, cool. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one more thing. One more thing. A few more things. What's all that? Yeah, oh, well, that right there, that's for me. Oh, that was oh, something. Yeah, that's this that's right that's here, that's this is Anna's and I. Okay? This yeah. is Anna's and I. This is about strengthening my voice. Okay. To be able to advocate for myself. Definitely. Um, I can't remember the name of this. This is for healing. Oh, and this is for I'm sorry, Yvonne. Someone asked, are you still doing massages? <laughs> Tranquil blessings, baby. <laughs> 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 okay, yeah. You have to come back and talk um, more, but yeah, tranquil blessings. Tranquil blessings is. Uh, oh, it's the too, so I think so, hey! yes. Hey! <laughs> um, we all know the lion. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> tranquil blessings, <laughs> lion. Um, yes, tranquil blessings is for sure. Uh, so, you know, again, abundanceisourbirthright.com, uh, A-B-U-N-D-A-N-C-E, it is I-S-O-U-R-R-I-T-E.com. Yeah. Go there for all brands, all businesses, yeah, as well as yeah. the African Black Business Directory. But I want to talk about this. Grass knuckle jumps? Yeah, that's what I'm Cat knuckles. Cat knuckles. Right? Yeah. Cat claws. So, consent cabal. Self-esteem. 
Because at the end of the day, that's actually where all of this starts, as well as in our homes. Um, and I asked her if she would be the face of consent of all, because I think it's important that as parents, we are being reminded that we need to be teaching our children from birth the value of girls and women mm -hmm. and how um, valuable we are in general and not to discount us or try to take our time away from us. Um, so this is from Ming It, who made uh, the ashtray. Okay. Uh, and Consent Cabal is the charity partner for all of our brands. Mm -hmm. um, and Consent Cabal is raising money to provide protection tools like this. So mm -hmm. we're partnering with Ming Maid. She's given us a phenomenal discount to make these um, as we receive donations to be able to give away to girls and women. Um, as a way to protect ourselves when people don't respect our no. Right, yes. So, That's such a tough uh, This is my doors now. She is quick to uh, snatch it right, from you. Yeah. And I'm happy to give it to her. And thank you so much, Crystal uh, slash Ming made it for this. And we're excited to raise money. Um, yeah. Please go to Consent Cabal. Uh, once again, you'll see that on the bonus of my birthright. That's our, our charity partner. And donate so that we can get um, protection tools like this in the hands of our girls and women. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So uh, everything is at abundance of our birthright. And, and uh, also, um, your personal. Uh, the business is like everything. eating for my life everything. and all of that. And all mm -hmm. that. As well okay. as the girls yeah. and all yeah. the things that they've had going on in the past. And look at that one right now. My 24-year-old mm -hmm. went from um, illustrating coloring books to go with the books that, that they launched back when they mm -hmm. were 7 and wow. 14 years old um, to creating a collection of dolls. African dolls mm -hmm. with stories that teach about different parts of the continent wow. with hair that she figured out how to make look like our hair mm -hmm. with uh, homemade clothing that she made from pieces of Ankara fabric with hair accessories that she made from pieces of Ankara fabric with beaded bracelets okay she went from doing those things to now at 24 she has her own beauty company zuhibeauty.com she's still making waist beads she's still doing hair she's phenomenal actually my 17 year old just started uh teaching herself how to do her own braids and soft locks as well things looking good so obviously that's in the Spirit drives, you know, and then it runs from the house. It's so, so important for them to see it from you and then, you know, 
know, to, to give them that guidance and, and give them that, you know, the idea that it's possible. Yeah. You know, and, and that's dope. That's dope. So uh, real quick before we, um, before we wrap up, I have, you know, the question I ask everybody. And, uh, and I have to ask you um, if you had an opportunity to talk to a younger version of yourself. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe a 12, 13-year-old version of yourself. Um, with all the wisdom that you've, uh, you know, accrued through the years. I still don't know anything. Well, I, I just mean, want to make sure I put that out here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm you, always learning. point where you're wise, but yeah, and, and uh, the, the accumulation of what you uh, have uh, learned through the years has brought you to this point. And um, so, with all of that that you have now, if you had an opportunity, you know, to talk to your 13-year-old self, what would that conversation be like? What would you say? I would say... You gonna make me cry. Don't cry. But leave it to the Do y'all hear this guy? <laughs> you know what? Um, I would say get in to yourself, girl. That's what I would say. I would say you better get into yourself. You I was the flower child for real. Okay. When I was 12, 13, just a kid in general. I was straight flower child, always looking off into the distance, mm -hmm. hearing my ancestors, but not knowing that that's what I was hearing. Right, right. Um, seeing uh, different things in the air, smelling, connected in general, always in nature, mm -hmm. um, all of that. That's what I would tell her. I would tell her, continue to get into yourself. Don't lose any of that. Right. Yeah. And um, don't allow yourself to get distracted. There's a lot of distractions out there. Mm -hmm. um, that's what I would say. Right. Uh, but I also have to say that I don't have any regrets. Right. I, I don't have any regrets because I know it's all happened the way it's supposed to. Right. Right. And I'm just trying to remember to take every um, second, and appreciate it for the lesson, the lesson that it is. Yeah, yeah. And still, I would say, you know, if you look at your life experiences as as, um, as moments of learning, as moments of teaching, it uh, minimizes your regrets. Because it's like everything you've been through is a lesson, even if it's to never do that thing again, right. you know? So, uh, so, yeah, that's beautiful, and that's why I always appreciate that question because the introspective answers. Uh, that you get when thinking about where you were at that time and how what words could reach you and, and what you free. needed to hear, maybe that you didn't. So, free, 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 yeah, liberated. Yeah. I was liberated. You liberated. And I'm just finally starting to get back there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All these years later. It's a struggle, yeah, definitely to, to, to tap back into that, um, you know, unabridged, uninhibited freedom. Exactly. You know, it, Which is it, what you were talking about yeah, earlier. Exactly. As far exactly. as thinking that we can do anything. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, and so and now I'm getting back here. Yeah, you have to. Finally, yeah, yeah. You know, finally. Yeah, yeah. Not scared. You gotta come back because we gotta talk about the the, the um the production company. Oh, and I'll bring like production. Yeah, it's yeah, 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 yeah,
You can get the music there. Go to abundanceandarthright.com and you'll see another ring light. Yeah, I listened to a couple of the songs. Oh, man, it was one. We'll talk about it. Was it original or mixtape? It was one of the mixtape ones. Was it live or insecure? I heard insecure. I heard vibe. Because I was going through them this morning. I was talking about that. But, uh, but yeah, it was one of them in the line set out, but we'll talk about it. Okay. But uh, Jay, I want you to real quick talk about, um, you, you there? Hey, how you doing? Hey. Yeah, yeah. He's how on one of the songs. He's on Validation. Okay. Which is one of the original songs on the EP. Okay. Make sure y'all listen to it out. because they're all bangers. And he's super Yeah, yeah. And he's also listed, he might not even realize, um, under music. On the African Black Business Directory, of course. Yeah, check my shit out. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So, Jay, I wanted to uh, talk uh, real quick about your. Um, you, you were talking. You, we were talking about uh, something that you were planning on doing and trying to get some support for it. Oh. Uh, He's like, what are you talking about? I see your face. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah, because I got to go. That, that was my, my kid's uh, school teacher calling just now. But uh, Oh, okay. Well, you want I mean, we can wrap it. We can do something later after you talk, you know. Yeah, but I mean, um, as you know, since uh, the, the murder that happened around our way, 4th of July, you know, we've been organizing, and, you know, in our community. And we made a lot of progress. We got a lot of support from a lot of different organizations and, you know, government agencies and, um, you know, we're in the, pro in the process now of developing a uh, nonprofit status, which people whoever who've ever done that before know it takes a while yeah, to yeah. get your nonprofit status going. But we, we started the uh, the ball rolling, and um, yeah. So I mean, we we just it's just some uh, beautiful children in our community um, that we're working with, and adults like everybody. So everybody's been involved with all our activities. You know, we've gone on a couple trips to Baltimore. Our next trip is down to Richmond. Um, for the Black August pilgrimage, because uh, it was postponed. It was supposed to be in August, but it stormed that weekend. Uh, yeah, man. So it's just it's it's good to see some light in Southeast amongst you know everything that the news is saying in our communities. And uh, yeah, I don't really have much to say, man, because you know we just out there doing the work, and I'm just proud of the the community for uh, supporting us, like all of the residents and the parents and the kids actually coming out. And people showing their support and you know sending money and donations uh, so that we can provide like vans for the trips and you know we begin like hand sanitizing masks for all of the kids and you know uh, we bought a basketball court and uh yeah so we, we've been able to fund several trips and activities thus far i think the uh the name is cedar united cedar mm -hmm, like the tree oh yeah and uh yeah, we're working on our website now. Uh, yeah, I don't really have much to say, man, because it's like I'm in the midst of it. So it's just okay. like we, we need like a representative to kind of like glorify, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying what we're doing because I ain't I ain't the right dude for that because it's you know it's just it's just work I always do anyway. So it's just cool to have it, you know, be like structured and uh, organized for change as a mo as opposed to me just like gorilla. Gorilla and funding ourselves and you know making things happen in our community. So it's actually cool to get support from the community and outside organizations. Yeah. Yeah, man. And I, you know, uh, I'm gonna call my teacher. Back. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and handle that. But that's uh, like I always say. You know, um, Jay and I. You know, I've known him for probably my whole life. 
And uh, and as we became closer individual, like closer as friends, I've noticed that there's like things that we fundamentally disagree on, and it's uh, you know we have difference of opinions and stuff, but it's things like that oh, okay. that you know um, put me in a position to say that I always support him, I always appreciate his his energy, his uh, his presence, you know, because he's that type of dude. He's about action and about making the difference and making the change and putting in the work to do it. So. Yeah, shout out to him for that. I just wanted to highlight it a little bit because it's pretty dope. And uh, this is an amazing conversation. Uh, this is so great. You got to come back and hang out with us again. I will. I'm uh, more than happy to. Y'all have a good time. We do. We try to. We try to. And uh, we also try to educate and empower, but also have some yeah. fun. Yeah. You know. So, all yeah. of the above. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And uh, yeah, like I said, you got to talk about all your businesses and stuff. So we'll have you back. But uh, uh, again, I want to um, welcome Patrice back into the fold with us. Yeah. It's dope to have you in here. I'm, and, uh, I'm looking forward to getting back to training in some capacity. Um, all right, hold up now. He's up now. He, uh, uh, no, he's not, no, I was going to say it won't be till November. Okay. Um, but yeah. in the meantime, I've been doing a lot of writing. And I have some things coming down the pike. And I have a little team working with me right now. So I'm excited about the abundance that is coming forth. Um, in the near future, um, and getting back to doing a portion of what I love. Good, great, great. And we're looking forward to you getting back to it because I know how nerve wracking it can be for somebody that moves as much as you to just have to sit oh, and be still. I'm not cleared to work out yet. Like, yeah, I can't yeah, work yeah. out yet. And it's yeah. like, man, I, I'm, 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 I'm tired of eating spinach. I, <laughs> you posted some meals busy. though that were looking pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I love cooking, so yeah, I love, yeah, I love to thing. cook. So, but I'm tired. I, I wanna, I wanna move. I wanna like I move, and I, I yeah. can't. I won't be able to uh, lift like I was. I won't be lifting heavy at all. So people are like, "Man, you gonna get back in? The, you know, you gonna power lift?" No, I'm not power lifting anymore. I'm not doing heavy lifting. I'll just be doing like calisthenics and plyometrics and body weight stuff. Um, so this will this will be different. I'm 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 creating. I mean, I'm literally creating my own life right now. So, yeah, um, yeah. so Fruitfit will embody all of the things that Fruitfit come collectively with that. Thank you, Jackie. So, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Thank you. So uh, with that being said, man, on behalf of myself, Super Dave, aka Mr. Incredible, uh, the the incomparable Fruitfit, Fruitfit. <laughs> Jason and the beautiful and talented Miss Yvonne, our guest. Thank you guys so much for checking out another episode of Neighborish. Uh, we'll be back next week with the Reverend Al Sharpton. Did you get him to confirm, Jay? Yeah, he confirmed. He confirmed. All right, so yeah. I'm just kidding. We're not. I can't. We can't back that up. I'm sorry. You got people tuning in. Like you supposed to be like, nah, man. We ain't. All we gotta do is bring some big head nigga with a perm. Oh my god. <laughs> But anyway, man. Thanks, was like, I'm not backing you up on that. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm backing up. But anyway, um, yeah, thank you guys for checking this out. Y'all have a great week. Take care of yourselves and each other. And uh, yeah, divine self care is what I'm going to end it yes. with. Yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, peace. Peace.